Can we all stand and rise for the Pledge of Allegiance, please? I pledge allegiance to the water bearer on the united astrology of the zodiacs and to the free spirits for which they all stand, one nation, under logic, and independence with lack of emotion for all. home skillet biscuits it is i aquarius birthday january 25th and what you just heard is the aquarius pledge of allegiance created by me on november 19th 2022 in response to a facebook post so if you just happen to see it floating around somewhere on the interwebs it was me i did that i did that and if they're not giving me credit beat they ass beat they ass for me please because y'all know i can't fight but we're gonna hop right on into the words of wisdom for the universe It reads, it may be tempting to get angry with someone who has offended you, but is it really worth the effort? Probably not. Close your eyes and ears to them. In fact, pretend they do not exist and focus on doing what makes you happy. That's your revenge. Well, to you, universe, I will say it's a lot easier said than done depending on the situation. Like 50% of the time, I am in my house by myself, so people don't exist to me at all unless they call or text me. And the other 50% of the time, I am at work, so more than likely that's somebody who's probably going to offend me. However, I can only act like they don't exist but for so long because we are in the same work environment, and 9 times out of 10, we are going to have to interact. So that's a little difficult. However, thankfully, nobody's pissed me off this week now i feel like many of us have always been into astrology in some way shape or form obviously specifically for our own zodiac but many people went down the rabbit hole and dug a lot deeper when it came to astrology and zodiacs and finding out your natal charts and predicting the future shit some of them even became witches which i support but i wasn't one of them so obviously you know it was an extreme humbling surprise when i realized there was more than three different types of astrology. So upon making the Aquarius Pledge of Allegiance, which literally took me maybe two minutes, I said the phrase United Astrology of the Zodiacs, which made perfect sense at the time. But for whatever reason, like four days later, I started questioning myself. And I'm having a whole conversation in my brain like, girl, you should have said United Zodiacs of Astrology because, you know, all 12 unite. But wait, I know there has to be just more than one type of astrology. Oh wait, there's Chinese zodiac. So obviously because that zodiac connects you more with the year you're born versus the day, it has to have its whole own form of astrology. So yeah, girl, you was obviously right in the first place. Leave the line alone. Don't touch it. Poof, be gone. However, we're going to, you know, Google some shit so we have a better understanding going forward. Or on the rare chance that somebody asks you about that line, you actually have something to say because now you know what you're talking about. And y'all, when I got to Googling, it showed up that there was more than seven different types of astrology. But that wasn't the humbling part for me. Like, you know how you go to a website to look up your horoscope and they'll give you a breakdown of your daily horoscope, your financial horoscope, and your horoscope for love and compatibility? I thought that was all one thing. Like, if the whole entire umbrella was astrology, underneath that, you had your horoscope, which included your daily horoscope, your financial horoscope, your love horoscope, etc., etc. No, they are completely their own separate forms of astrology. So when I found that out, I felt mad slow. Probably like how some of you might feel right now. But don't worry, I went to go ask like four other co-workers and they didn't know that shit either. So we all in the same group. Don't feel bad. So obviously, I'm about to give you a small and brief overview of what these other astrologies are and what they entail. 
So if you hear anything from me today that has you quite intrigued, tickles your fancy, or have you squinting at me like, what the fuck is she talking about? Please go do your own research. Why? Because I only did enough research for face value and to just give you tidbits of what they are. Like I already know I'm going to have to do more research for one of these just to properly understand what the hell is talking about in the first place. But I also know for two of them, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole to find out what more can they tell me about life? Because I got tarot cards over here sitting down and I want to use them and act like I know what I'm doing. So first up, we have Western slash modern astrology. Western astrology gives you an overview of your life's joys, challenges, as well as a better sense of why you are, who you are, and the things that you do. Now it is said that Western astrology is extremely similar to Chinese astrology, which is up next. Now, if I read this correctly, Chinese astrology for the most part does the same thing that Western astrology does. Characteristics, traits, overview of life. However, how they each get to their conclusion of giving you these answers is completely different. In Western astrology, apart from constellations, the planets, for example, symbolize basic motivations in the human psyche. Besides the yearly zodiac, Chinese astrology has three other pillars that create your fate making four pillars in total, your birth year, birth month, birth day, and birth hour. So if I'm picking up what they putting down, Chinese astrology is way more concerned about the actual timing of everything, more so than where the planets were when you were born. It also deals more with the moon versus how Western astrology deals more with the sun. Next up, we have evolutionary astrology, which can be described as a combination of metaphysics and humanistic psychology. Now this is where it gets a little deep. Evolutionary astrology can tell you not only about your current life, but about your past life as well. The idea is that our souls are on a path of self-discovery and empowerment. Through understanding our soul's mission, we can heal and evolve into our best forms. Next up is Vedic astrology, which is rooted in spirituality and meant to be integrated holistically into your life. Vedic astrology, also known as Hindu astrology, is a form of Indian astrology. Wow, all of the astrology is right there. It is used in India to project the success of marriages, businesses, and everyday themes of life. Now, if I'm correct, which I might not be, this is the type of astrology used on the TV show Indian Matchmaking on Netflix. I enjoy the hell out of that show. Now, we're stepping into horary astrology which is an ancient form of astrology where a person asks a question and with the help of astrologer, a projected chart is cast and the answers are given. So with this form of astrology, you have to ask very specific questions and none of your birth information is needed for you to get your answers. From horary, we go to locational astrology, which is said to help you find your soulmate. Astrologers who specialize in this technique can give you the rundown on your compatibility with specific cities or geological regions to help you decide about a job offer or making a move for love. Yeah, so how about we move for the job and just happen to find love? I like that idea. Now we come into one of the most popular astrologies of all, the love astrology or compatibility or relationship astrology, whichever one you want to call it. Now with this, a synastry chart is used in relationship astrology to see how the planets connect from chart to chart with a significant other, crush, friend, colleague, or family member. 
Another chart that is used to help with love is a composite chart in which both charts are put together to create one chart from the two. Now we're walking right into electional astrology. This type of astrology can help you pick a moment that's aligned with the stars. This type of astrology will help you elect auspicious dates in the future that will give your contract, business, or relationship the best chances of success. So let me be extra real quick mentally. So if it allows you to pick specific dates in the future, that would be the best time to, for the most part, be successful. Would it be able to consistently do that for like everything in all of your lifetime? Hear me out. Like in life, we have bad days, we have bad weeks, you know, anxiety, depression, mental health, all that shit actually causes that. However, if you went to an astrologer that does electional astrology and they say to you, January 15th to the 18th would not be a prosperous time within your relationship. March 20th all the way to March 30th would not be a prosperous time for you at your job. April 16th all the way till May 28th will be a prosperous time for you in life regarding relationship as well as career. And since they gave you the specific times in which you will not be prosperous, quote unquote, in life or job or relationship, wouldn't you just like avoid your partner during that time frame or take a vacation when you know you're not going to be prosperous at work? Because then hypothetically, you could avoid all of the badness that would happen in your life. Like, am I dragging it? I mean, I might be. But in the idea of all of it, I think it's cool. Next up is Uranian astrology. This form of astrology uses midpoints to find planetary triggers that are necessary for one to take action in all matters of their life. Now, I ain't never heard of this one before. This method is especially useful when it comes to the relationship astrology because it can give specific details about how we connect with others or energetically feel around them. So the example that they gave is, if your hell point, AKA the midpoint between Saturn and Pluto aligns with someone's sun, then your partnership will have an obsessive vibe. I meant to say obsessive, you know, wording is hard sometimes. And if your Venus and Jupiter midpoint aligns with their sun, you will both feel as though the world's your oyster when you're together. And last but not least, we have mundane astrology, which predicts world events and affairs. It is said that this type of astrology goes back hundreds of thousands of years and astrologers during that time weren't even geared toward individual charts, more so looking into charts of nations, kings, and queens. Nations have their own birth chart, cycles, and patterns. For instance, for someone's death, astrologers will look at the exact time it happened and talk about where the planets were at the exact moment that led to this person's death. Well, there you have it, folks. All of the types of astrology that I found on the internet that we now know exist. As you can see, they feed off multiple different things to get the answers to your life existence. Constellations, planets, time frames. Shoot, some of them don't even use your birth chart at all. But one thing's for certain, I will be going down the rabbit hole of the Chinese astrology. Why? Because I thought I was a rabbit the whole entire time. And I'm not. And I was a little bit mad about it when I found out. So y'all got to hear about it. <laughs> Live longer, prosper, y'all. Peace.